Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Owner Hooks, Perfection in Hooks, Turner's Outdoorsman, Southern California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Carne de Teresa, providing quality handmade marinated meats, bass knuckles clothing, and bite on fishing, where your next catch is only a cast away. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio. AM 830 KLAA. Wow, wow, wow. What a morning. We have a very, very special show for you guys today. We will be talking about tuna. T-U-N-A. Tuna. Okay? And um, got a great, great lineup here uh, with people that know about this, travel the world. So we're going to get this going real fast here. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host. My co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the Angler Chronicles Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Morning, everybody. We've got the earthworm, all right, from Big Bear. Okay, Mr. Andrew Mack. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. And then we've got Mr. Ben Seacrest from Accurate Fishing. Ben, good morning. Good morning. And you brought me a little surprise. Yes, I did. I brought the dynamic duel. Uh-huh, the twins. <laughs> yep. All right, twin power, the Activate. daily double. Okay, all right, ladies double and gentlemen, trouble. without further ado, David and Doug uh, Nelson, okay, from Accurate, Accurate Twins. Wow. Good Twin, morning. Good morning. Twins, twin drags. Just don't be a drag on the show. Be oh, good. yeah, dude. Okay. No drag yet, man. All right, excellent. All right, uh, you guys get close to the mic. You got to talk to them. Yeah, like that. There you go. All right, so um, what we're going to do is I really want to talk about tuna. That's what it, this uh, fishery is really looking f- like for our local uh, water. So we'll get into that. But first, Mr. Andrew Mack at Big Bear Lake. You're in a tournament. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we came up here around 4 in the morning uh, this morning, and uh, they have the uh, um, the Trout Fest going on with uh, Western Outdoor News. Uh, we're just about to uh, uh, to get in the water here uh, pretty soon. Going to launch a boat and uh, start trolling around. So it's uh, they just stocked uh, Wednesday with 4,000 pounds of trout. So typically our game plan is we're going to start shallow. I mean, we're going to start right outside the weed line. I would imagine probably maybe 10 to 12 feet and then uh, work our way out of there. Um, one thing definitely I hope we don't start getting is a bunch of salad on our lures here as we're trolling. So we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll definitely see what's going to happen. All right. So um, let's do this. Uh, obviously, trout is going to start. I'm also going to go to Ben. Ben loves to go to Pyramid, so we'll get some information from, from Ben as well. I just want to make it really quick. What is it that everybody needs to have starting this trout season? It all depends on the style you're going to go. If you're going to jig fish or bait fish, you're going to want to start with two-pound test. Uh, I typically go with Isers because it says two-pound, but it breaks at four, mm-hmm. um, but it's the thickness of two. Um, then you're definitely going to want a good jigging rod. Um, I go with uh, you know what I call the Green Monster from uh, Fishing Syndicate. I mean, it has that right bend, that right wiggle. You know, that that basically gets your jig moving and those trout are going to eat it. Um, If your style is going to be in a boat, if you're going to be trolling, like that's going to be our game plan uh, today here at Big Bear. Um, We typically like like maybe a two to six pound rod, um, and then we're going to troll with uh, anywhere from two to six pound test. Mm -hmm. I typically like to, you know, get a little crazy with it, so I troll with two as well. Um, I set the drags real loose. Um, I'll throw a a rod with um, lead core uh, on there and about an eight foot leader. 
um, on a big swivel. That way that, you know, that thing, uh, you know, the Rapala or something starts spinning. It has a, uh, it definitely helps it keep it, you know, in line and you're not going to get any tangles. Um, from there, then I throw my mono setup, pretty much stack it is what I call it. I put it right on top of that because with the lead core, you're going to be down about 10 feet, uh, depending on, you know, two and a half colors. And then with the mono, I could put two lures right on top of each other and not worry about any tangles. Awesome. Hey, uh, Ron, um, you love to trout fish yourself. Um, we've been to Big Bear together. We filmed there. What, what, was, what would be your setup of choice? Can you troll there? Yes. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I just uh, make sure you get one of the. I, I prefer the pink mirror shads by owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, either the large or the either one of them. Either that or the pink. red and gold. The I like the red and gold, gold as well. As well. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to get the depth down. You look at their fish finder and find out what the depth is, and you can use your uh, down riggers. Or uh, you know, or I'm just if I'm on the shore, I'll use a bait and weight type thing with a Carolina rig. Yeah, well, Big Bear, we're wishing you the best right. of luck up there. I know that uh, it's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me go to Ben. Ben, you, Big Bear, you've been there. How, yeah. would you, how would you fish this tournament? How would I fish this tournament? Um, I would probably spend time and figure out where those fish are, like they were just talking about. I mean, to, to me, it's ineffective to fish water where, you don't, where you're not marking fish and that that comes just from too much saltwater fishing. Mm-hmm. But once I figured that out, I would probably fish a lead core, similar to what Max saying, and figure out my colors, where those fish are. And I personally like um, TDs. There's TD minnows. I like the black back golds. I like the red back golds. Mm-hmm or the iu and then i like the i like the deep divers if i'm doing that stuff too so um that's what i do i'm getting ready to this is coming up is october and october mm-hmm. is the month of crawley for ben so mm-hmm. i'll be doing crawley every weekend probably going up on thursday fishing friday saturday coming home on sunday okay, so if you have to recommend somebody wants to go up to the sierras what 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 should they have in their tackle box man i you know what Okay, would, line class. Let's start a line yeah, class. Line class, I'd have two setups. What I do is I, I have um, lead core on my 300s. I don't know what you fish, but I fish those 300s with lead yep. core, and it's sweet. And uh, so uh, we have the accurate um, 300s. I'm going to go through and have my trolling minnows, depending on what you guys want to troll. you got to figure out where the fish are. But some of the funnest fishing that I have is I bring uh, hookup baits. I fish small jigs. I fish black and white. I fish brown and gold, black and gold, and I'll fish the sardine. And what I do is I'll come up and I'll I'll do drifts along different parts of the beaches, especially in the morning when it's dark, when there's shadow on it. And then again, I'll have to figure out where those fish are. I'll let that thing drop all the way to the bottom and fish it up so that I'm fishing up. And when I figure out where I get the bites, then I'll target that. So um, there's a lot of good spots, McGee, you know, there's so many different spots on Crawley to catch fish that um, if you want to troll from one spot to another too, that's productive. I see the guys trolling all the time, catching nice browns and stuff, but that's what I would do. Okay. I mean, so uh, I guess the recommendation is for anybody going up to or to start with a trout, two, four, and six. I'll even push it to six. I like six fluorocarbon to, um, to troll with. Mm-hmm. I love pulling their lips out. Um, yeah, I'll bring them out. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ben, don't get excited. I, I, that's what I do. That's what yeah. I do. That's you know, do. you know the other thing, Mac. You said Iser line, and he's saying fluorocarbon. But I've been doing this now for a long. I, I'm not gonna say a long time, but I'm doing it for years. And I fish um, Iser line triple X. Yeah, triple X. And, I, and, X, and X. I don't, I don't fish two pound. 
I fish four and six mm-hmm. because I've had fish smoke me on four pound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And on two pound, I wouldn't even stand a chance. So <laughs> trolling wise, I'll troll six pound, mm-hmm. right? A lot of times, sometimes even eight. But you were talking about pyramid. You don't go to no, pyramid, pyramid and no, troll a, two pound. No, 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 no. It don't happen. Pyramid is a totally different yeah. situation. But I'm saying all the local lakes, trout season's starting up here. Yep. And so we got to make sure that we're ready to roll. And yeah, so everybody should have two, four, and six. Can mm-hmm. we agree on that? You're going to want a rod that can handle two to four and four to six, obviously. Yeah. You definitely want some of the uh, some of the, the tackle that the guys have mentioned here, okay? You know, Ryan and I, obviously, we love our owner. Uh, so in the pink, Marishad, I uh, would even go with the uh, gold and red. I love that yeah, color no, I, as well. I, yep. Okay. And then they have some other ones that you can use for bass, a little bigger, bigger diving one, yeah. the Cultiva uh, line. And though you can go ahead and go to town. Yeah. Also, keep in mind how how it looks. I mean, if it's if the, there's a lot of sun, that's one color. If it's uh, overcast, that's another color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and another thing to, to to just understand with baits is everybody goes, well, I'm going to troll a plug. I'm telling you, the biggest fish that you can catch is on jerk baits and jerk bait in the ba- you, if you find you find banks that have shadows on them. Mm-hmm. If you go in there with a with a black back chrome or black back gold, or you go with IU or something like that, some of the biggest browns I've caught are sitting there on with jerk baits, and I'm literally fishing a jerk bait rod with six pound test. Right? You could use twenty; they don't care. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you're hitting the spots. Don't use one that dives too deep. You're going to use something that stays up towards the top, and you'll catch a lot of fish on jerk baits. And the quality of the fish is way better. Yeah, so yeah, we've just, noticed that it, as well. It's yeah, some, it's something to understand. And the, the other thing, sorry, one more thing I'm going to say is, don't be afraid to use eight foot rods if you're using jigs, because eight foot rods a lot of times are a lot easier to play bigger fish. You have a lot more opportunity to back off on the drag. But what it does is it gives you a safety net that when you use a small or a shorter rod sometimes and it's stiff, the fish makes a run. You'll break fish off of an eight foot rod. And who makes some great eight foot rods like that is Fishing Syndicate. They have rods from four to eight pounds. Yes. And I use those all the time and they work excellent. You definitely want a parabolic type rod for these uh, fish, especially with two pound test. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I can't even see two pound test. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the only time uh, I use two pound test with Ben is when we're catching those uh, four. 1,400-pound marlin, okay, in the East Coast. You know, that, that's all. We just, yeah, we do that just for kicks. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so, so uh, no, but, uh, you know, definitely have two-pound if they're if they're a little shy. Mm-hmm. I've had really good luck over at uh, Fin and Feather with four-pound. is the lightest I've ever used over there. Um, let's see, also at Big Bear, I think, Ron, we, I was using four and six, okay, and that kind of ensures you're going to get the, the fish in. Okay, but then. I think a point behind what he's saying is, if you're just starting trout fishing, do not start using two pound no, test. No, if you are a more experienced angler, you can go to two pound test. But I would say I'm experienced. I don't touch two pound yeah. test, man, because I'm afraid of it. So <laughs> the guys that do it, they've got you know they've got a little bit more finesse feel than I do. I just want to catch the damn things. That's well, right. Well, you know, every rod that I have in reel has has two pound on it, and uh, just. It's just the way to be. But like Ben brought up a perfect point. If you're a new fisherman, you do need a rod, though, that has a lot of flex to it 
at first until you get used to what you're doing because you got to have that rod that'll take. And off I think the event. Green Monster actually from exactly. Fishing Syndicate, the one you call I, Green. Does it have an actual call letter? Or what's what's that? Or the model? Um, it's a seven six. I'm seven, not sure six. the exact. I think it's a uh, the Featherlight okay. seven six. They got some great rods. Check them out, um, and then just make this thing happen. So it's going to start. I just want to let everybody know that's what you want to have in your in your quote unquote quiver before mm-hmm. you go uh, tackle some of these lakes. Um, we got to take a short break here. I'm going to keep you in, Andrew. I'm sorry. It's uh, Western Outdoor News. You can't compete in this tournament, so yeah. you're going to stay in the hotel there, and you're going to stay with us. Well, no, I mean, I, I'm I'm actually the captain this trip, and uh, my wife's going to be the one fishing, so I get to just okay, drive you the tell boat her she's going to be here until 7 o'clock in the morning. You're not leaving. <laughs> All right, you guys, everybody, take uh, go get another cup of coffee, okay? We're just getting started. Come back. I want to hear about Pyramid a little bit, okay, because it's coming up, and then I want to get into the tuna, because that's what it's all about in Southern California. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. We'll be right back. Don't forget the keys under the mat. Angels Radio. AM 830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily, and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. This is Anger Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA, and we're here in studio. And you know what? We had to say goodbye to the earthworm. We really did have to go. So, uh, earthworm, you're back six feet under. Andrew Mack is on location at Big Bear, representing Western Outdoor News for a great tournament. So, good luck to Teresa, because he can't compete. So, um, uh, not Teresa. Listen, wrong, wrong wife, wrong wife. Erica, <laughs> that was your <laughs> wife, Ben. Teresa. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I just <laughs> no yeah. comment. I, I'm. I'm saying. You know. I'm just saying. Right. Just saying, Ben. Just saying, Ben. Yeah. Just. Saying. All right. Well, listen. Welcome back. Okay. So we were talking about trout. One, before we get into the tuna, I want to cover one other thing. Pyramid Lake's about to get going. They're, they're starting October first. October first. They're putting everything. 
uh, I mean, they're loading up. So Loading up? They're not going to load up, dude. That place is loaded. All right. So they're, if you're going to Pyramid Lake, we're talking the one in Vegas, right off of Vegas. Reno. Reno. Okay. God, I was far away. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's start that one again. All right. If you're going up there, what do you have to need? What do you need for that fishery? Well, this time of year, it's a, it's a, it's pretty much a boat fishery in the sense that the fish are following uh, bait schools, and you'll see the bait schools in like 20, 30 feet of water. Um, but doesn't mean there's no, there's not going to be fish on the beach too. So you'll see a lot of guys in chairs. When I say chairs, they bring like ladders, they stick them out in like eight feet of water, mm -hmm. uh, six feet of water. And then they're cast, and a lot of guys, are those are fly guys. So the fly guys you'll see all around doing that. Um, I'm going to give you a trick, okay? I've done a lot of bank walking there, and i fished a lot of jigs behind those guys. Mm -hmm. I've caught huge fish behind their I've ladders. I've seen them. Behind yeah. their ladders. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. behind their ladders. And they don't like it. They don't appreciate it. But, I mean, hey. That's where the fish are. The fly guys are into what they're doing. Fish are going to travel. The fish aren't going to go down a single walkway. They travel the entire bank. And a lot of times they're within one to three feet of water. Mm -hmm. And these guys have their they have their ladders in five feet of water. So, all of a sudden, I'm casting behind their ladders, hooking these giant fish. And it's pretty interesting to watch. But... As you this time of year, normally the fish are a little bit deeper, okay. And them being deeper, they they key in on big balls of bait. You drop things down. You could drop a jig. You could drop a hookup bait. Anything that gets down there, give it a couple whacks, and you're gonna hook them. These fish predominantly this time of year, a lot of times, are pretty good size. Yeah, and I'm I mean gonna, you'll get them 20 pounds if you're lucky. Okay, so today is the opener, October 1st. October all right? 1st. So, are you when are you going up there? I'm going to probably go up in November. All right, cool. Let me know. I may join you. Okay, Ron, we could yeah. do this. Yeah, and we're going in April. So. Yeah, April's the end of the season right. normally. Um, I've caught a lot of really good fish in April, but in April you're not going to bring a boat. You're going to end up bringing your waders. You're going to mm -hmm. right. make sure everybody has a boat. When can oh, we bring a boat? Now. Right now is the bring a, bring a boat time. Okay. But remember... You need to know your weather. It's just like the I'm ocean. I'm going with you, so no, you, the, that's your yeah, problem. Yeah, I figure that. The you ocean know, is... Um, you know, that I don't understand this wrong. That's his problem. That, that That's that's your forte. Okay? Well, that's, you, you uh, put yeah, in the yeah, time, yeah. and we just... Yeah, we, and we just, just piggyback build. on my time. No, right. we I build get, on that. Yeah, okay? Whatever. We build. It's, it's, we build that's a choice up. word, build. Then. Yes, yes. Yeah. You, you guys agree? Yes. Yes, I agree. Okay, Ron, I've turned into a professional... What do you want to call it? And the the ambassador for the people who want to catch fish, and I need to make sure that they. You know catch what? Them. You have done the research, and we want to honor you by putting your research to work. Okay. Uh, don't you want to see it come to fruition? Uh, yeah. I like yeah. other people's hands. Well, don't forget you know that's the whole point. I mean, you're giving to society. You're living behind the legacy. You know, I'm not even getting paid for this stuff. It's amazing. Nor will you be getting paid once we're on the boat. But you know, we will pay you with compliments. My dad used to have that thing where he said, you know, be a pro staffer and we'll double your paying. But there you two go. times zero still equals zero. There you go. And you guys that will... really suck right there. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Listen. Yeah, but hey, so for people that haven't been there, it's a beautiful place. It's it's actually a spot where God's really blessed that place. When you turn the corner and look down at that lake, 
the lake is magnificent. Mm-hmm. It is very, very fickle. If the wind comes up and you're on the other side of the lake and yeah. it gets going, you probably want to stay on the other side of the lake because <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's also, an ocean. And also they, they've gone to great strides to protect their fishery. Yeah. Uh, be careful uh, handling the fish if you're not going to keep it. I guess you can keep a oh, few. Oh, no, there's slots, too, I think. Yeah, on, there's on slot on limits. So, so just be be a little gentle. No towels yeah. here. Just no. keep them in the water as long as you can, especially if you're going to If you're going to weigh them, put your, put, make sure you have a scale where you could pick up your net with the scale, weigh them inside your net, exactly. put them back in the water, take them off, let them go. If you can take a picture... Hold them, and a lot of times what I do is instead of hold them with my hands, I stick them where my el- your, the insides of your elbows, mm-hmm. and hold them that way so you don't hurt them. Because a lot of times you squeeze them with your hands to try to get that'll, them not to move, mm-hmm. and you're gonna hurt them. You're gonna hurt them. Yeah, okay. It's one of yeah. those places you want to let them go. Period. Yeah. yeah, and I got another thing for you. So make sure that you understand the rules. Yeah. There is no scent on any baits, and all hooks are barbless. So Correct. they check you, and I've watched them check people, and it is amazing. I smell scent, and they will write you right there. So you At, can't put the, the lure underneath your arms? No, that's not, that's, where you, that's not where you put yours anyway. Well, so I know, but I can't it. say it on the radio. Is that called El Natural? From Munda. <laughs> yeah, you're you're for skunk. Come on. Yeah, no, it's scent. It's scent. I'm going to get a big catfish. You know what? It. You guys are all going to I'm going to church tomorrow and I'm going to pray for your souls. Um, but Thank the you. other thing I want to make sure is, is read. make sure you know what you're doing. Read. And then the other thing is where you launch your boat, do not fish by the launch ramp. Yeah, make that's, sure that's you know no-no. all that stuff because I've come in at night to put my boat and you look in the water and it's just tons of them all around the place. If they catch you fishing in that launch ramp, you're going away. You're going to have a, you're going to have a yeah, really expensive It's a very, very highly probe. protective lake. It's under um, American Indian uh, rule. Yep. rule. Okay, yep. so it's a little bit different. Be respectful. Go catch some fish, but again, be respectful of everything, uh, all your surroundings, whether it's Big Bear, Crowley, wherever you are. Okay, let's um, let, let's advance our industry. I mean, fishing. Okay, advance our community, but nah, doing we, it right, and also tell leave it better than you went. Leave it for the next guy. Make yeah. sure your kids got something to catch. Well, last, too. One of the things I didn't yeah. like. Um, Last time I was up at um, Convict Lake, a few areas I fished, trash. Oh, I figured it wasn't the con- you didn't like the convicts. Uh, oh, I didn't. I love Those the convicts. Those time you spent in prison. Oh stuff. my god, it was a great time. You know, we're not supposed to talk about sing, that. Sing, sing. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, pick up some of the trash people leave behind. Um, just, just, just do that. Okay, I mean, I, I picked up Ben. Yeah. I mean, I picked up Ben. I get well, it's all the true because uh, how many times we're out in the ocean, you know, and we pick up balloon the after balloons, balloon after yeah. balloons, yeah. and, and now, pick yeah, that the, stuff up. The funny thing is, they, you know, the balloons here is about turtles. We don't have a lot of turtles where we are, but other um, wildlife, okay, uh, dolphin can be affected by it. Um, some of the surface fish as well. So yeah, pick up your trash, okay, and you know, look everything, everything, everything should be out of the ocean or the lakes let's keep them clean yeah. the, the other thing too Sergio is that is it time is so short in your life and you everybody's so focused on working spend more time and try to 
try to create things that you want to do and accomplish that go through and set your goals like i'm going to go to pyramid go to pyramid people go it's eight and a half hours of drive it's a beautiful drive it goes up through mammoth you get on the other side and you turn out you're right there the lake's beautiful it's a nice place to stay i mean spend the time try to do that i mean with the twins the things i love about the twins hey we want to go to fiji Guess what? Mm-hmm. We go to Fiji. Hey, I'm a, we want to go to Panama. We go to Panama. I work in Australia. We go to Australia. You know what? We all enjoy to see things. And if you have the opportunities, go see things. Because you know what? This year, I'm taking the twins and we're going to Nova Scotia. And I've been there once. And the time I was there was amazing. It's places like these that are going to not be around in the future. And you're going to wish you did it. Mm-hmm. And those two well, up there. Not only be- that, we have a tendency also to shy away from, from things because we think, ah, eh, you know, you go, ah. Eh. And I'll tell you, one of those places for me was Bay of LA. I, re- I resisted. <laughs> God, that place is insane. I resisted Bay of LA because there's a 10 hour drive. I go, don't want to drive for 10 hours in a car. But we finally. I think it took two of us. Like you said something, and I go. I don't want to go that far, but I'll go. And then you go, yeah, yeah, we'll go. We'll go. And we went. And what happened? It is the most Best amazing fishing place. in the world. I, I will tell you this. I know we've said this about Cedros, about being the uh, Rialto uh, capital. That's not changed. It's not been anymore. not. They've been knocked out. Okay, I definitely think it's uh, Bay of LA. Um, we were catch. Here's a story I always tell. We. We, we just launched the boat right there. We went probably, what, 50 feet, 100 feet. We started making bait. Oh, no, that was, you're thinking of when we drove from the bait school and we went over to about where the lighthouse was, and it was really shallow, uh-huh. and it was the only place because there was bait. bait. Yeah. There was the only place. And the best part about that was we were all getting all sorts of bait, and I had, like, two things, and he, he and I turned around to you, and I go, dude, Oh, I got busted off. I got... all over the place. I go, I'm not going to catch bait. I'm gonna catch... And we started yeah, well, catching No, no, no. What happened? So I went up making bait, and it goes, I mean, because the bait rigs, I grabbed my, thank God we had our rods ready. We had surface iron rods, we, yeah. we threw the surface iron. It was instant, and it was all, and then, and then Joel go, okay, guys, we got to go. Dude, no, no, dude, I'm it's like, wide we're, open we're yellow. And these were 20, 25-pound yellows. They were, big ones. they were fun, you know, and it's like, we're not going anywhere. He goes, no, we got to go. Yeah. We got to go. So, yeah, so um, a lot of, a lot of stuff. You do not shy away because you think, oh, wow, travel. Yeah. Those are the, I mean, think of if we've never They're fished. goals in life of fishing. To me, that's what they are. I but mean, some, goals. Well, sometimes, you know, I had never, I didn't have a goal to go to Bay of LA. It just happened, and yeah. we went with it. And yeah. you don't shy away from it. No, I was afraid of it. There's nothing to be afraid of. No, gosh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. The only thing was the only thing really you should be afraid of is spending ten hours in a car with Ben. But that's so yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Put on some country music. You'll be no, fine. Oh, yeah, Sergio, Sergio, Sergio open, kept on trying to sleep windows. in my lap, and I pushed him over. Oh, the other open side. the windows, <laughs> and we're good. All right, no, we had, we had a really, really good time, and it's um, an orchid did a fantastic time. Okay. And Ben is turning absolutely beat red. You, you can't stop laughing, up. Ben. Can't stop it. Okay, it'll, it'll be an intervention. It's good, ra- it's good radio. <laughs> we'll do an intervention soon. Yeah. All right. Listen, um, when we come back, we're going to take a short break here. When we come back, we're going to get into the tuna. And I'm going to ask you things like, uh, any. you guys have fished in a lot of places in the world. Differences in bluefin tuna, Pacific, uh, Atlantic, if there's any differences, uh, we'll look at that, and uh, we'll be good to go. All right. All ready. right. All right, folks, this is uh, Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, and you're listening to The Crazy Guys. 
Yeah, that's the crew. The Angler Chronicles who will be back. Angels Radio. AMA 30. We're cornered and fired, so break out. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. This is Angler Chronicles. i got a great, great crew here. In studio, I've got Ron Hobbs. We've got Ben Seacrest and uh, I almost, almost said the Thompson Twins, but the Nielsen oh, Twins. The, wow. Ben doesn't know who that is. Huh? I was too. I wasn't born yet. All right, like I told you guys, I wanted to talk about tuna. Uh, we can talk about yellowfin, but primarily I wanted to talk about bluefin. Um, locally, we've had a great summer. We had an unbelievable dorado bite. Still, dorado are still there. It's cooling off a little bit. Um, and now, if you want to catch some fish, you're looking at the bigger bluefin. The big models are here, and so. What Ryan and I get tired of seeing is we go to these trips and people are just simply not prepared mm -hmm. for this. So what I want to do is talk about the fish itself, okay, and see if we can understand it a little bit, and then how to fish it, with what to fish it, so that we can have, you know, a better outcome. I think right now I'm seeing probably 60-40 losing fish. 
Wow. And it shouldn't be that way. It should yeah. be at, you know, 2080. 2080 is acceptable. 80 catching. Okay? You know, there's always a 20% jam. There's all kinds of things that could happen. But there should be a, a higher catch rate. Six piece. Exactly. So well, let's go through that. So um, let's start with that, um, Ben. Um, let's start with the Pacific because Atlantic is different. And you mentioned earlier this morning another variety down in Australia, right? Yeah, they're called long tails. Okay. And do the different species fight the same? In, in my experience, I've caught Atlantics, I've caught Pacifics, and I've caught them in Australia, New Zealand. They all fight the same. They all. They, I would say that, I would say that there's a, a place in New Zealand called the Bay of um, Bay of Plenty, mm -hmm. and those fish down there are, are bad motor scooters. They they're pretty tough too. Would so, that be the southern bluefin? Those are southern bluefin. Right. Yeah? They're, they're, and remember that whole thing over there. Everything travels through Japan. So you got bluefin that are going through Japan, and they're going. Well, our bluefin are the ones that are going back and forth to Japan, and they're worried about you know everything that's in the meat, the mm -hmm. lead, and all that. But when you start looking at the different species of bluefins, I this year I got to catch some with the Marcianos. I caught some fish, and they're not yellowfin, no matter what. And I'm not being disrespectful. I love all fish, but mm -hmm. those bluefin don't pull as hard as those yellowfin. Those, I mean, the twins have caught 200 pounders, and we were down there in Port of Art a lot catching big fish. Those ones down there have larger tails, and they got a different body, and they will smoke you. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, you're there for an hour and a well, half. Well, it's a warmer-blooded fish, so you put them in warmer waters, they really come to life. Well, Ron and I see that all the time when we go to the East Cape. You, you, you're on a fish, and you go, man, this thing it must be huge. And you come up, and you go, really? We had the same situation at Bay of L.A. Think oh, about yeah. uh, they, they, yeah. those fish just pulled harder. They're they're they're, they're different animals. But as yeah. you say, for bluefin in different areas of the world, I think they're pretty much okay. All so the let's same. start with that. We've got Pacific bluefin, Atlantic bluefin, and Southern bluefin. Okay, let's start with one we know through you, Atlantic bluefin, Marciano is. Um, if you weren't with him because he commercial fishes, if you had to go out on your own what, what would you use i want to know what type of rods what kind of reels what kind of line yeah, technique again you're you're talking extreme fishing because mm -hmm. there's two different types of bluefin over there on the east coast there's there's schoolies that run up and down they'll be in the canyon they ran up and down the beach the guys are fishing poppers they're fishing you know jigs what's the size of those things eh, uh, 60 to 150 pounds okay right mm -hmm. it's like what we got here right right but then when you get to Marciano's deal, when you're there, all you're fishing is bent butts. You got um, Winthrop bent butts that have, like, are adjustable from a, a straight to a, a bent butt type of rod. Mm -hmm. And you fish them straight up when they get bent. When they get bit a lot of times, then you go through and, and pull them down so they're bent. So you keep the fish away from the boat, and it, you can actually load the rod more effectively that way, especially mm -hmm. if you're pulling with your hands. But... Those guys are fishing, believe it or not, those guys are fishing 130, 200 braid. Then they'll have a top shot of like a 130. A lot of the guys will. And the weirdest thing is when you get down, they're using swivels and stuff, and when you get down to the size of leader, what size leader do you think you have? No idea. 180. 
They don't not even fish 200 pound leader. They have 180, so they're afraid the fish can see things, and they're really super anal about wiping their leader off every time that they change the baits. And because there is stuff in the water there that we don't have here that totally like adheres to the fluorocarbon. Mm -hmm. But when we hook a fish, when we were hooking them back there, I was looking at them. I go, "What size is the leader?" And they go, "That's like 180, 160." I mean, I was looking at them, going, "Man, you guys are nuts!" Because potentially you could hook a thousand pounder, right? right? But the whole key to their fighting the fish is hooking the fish right in the side of the mouth and fighting it that way. When they hook a fish deep, they know they're going to lose it. You could see it when the fish start bobbing their heads. All right, so that you can actually tell when it's hooked in the mouth and when it's hooked in the stomach. All right, sure. and so I imagine they use all circle hooks. Not necessarily. Okay. They what? do use some circle hooks. They use some J-hooks. And the funny thing is, is the size of the J-hooks trips me out, too, because they'll use a 6-aught J-hook, mm -hmm. an 8-aught J-hook, when you think about a fish that they're talking about, I'd be using, like on swordfish, for instance, I'm using a 14-aught with my squids. Right. Right? They're using these little bitty tiny hooks with the baits that they're using. So. And we're talking six, five, six hundred pound fish. Yeah, or bigger. Or bigger. Or bigger. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that fishery over there has, it, the extreme is you've got the same stuff we have here where you throw poppers and spin rods and whatever and the stuff on the beach, and then you come out here and all you're doing is fishing extreme. You're fishing 130 unlimited tackle. So that's Atlantic. Okay, let's move over to the southern. How have you fished the southern tuna down off of Australia? Oh, Australia, we caught them. They were, we were fishing, what, like 65-pound braid? You know, the fish yeah. aren't really that big. They probably, we never saw a big one. We were catching them like 50, 60-pounders. Mm -hmm. But when you see them, the thing that blows you away, I think it was funny because the first one we got on the boat, the twins were just like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, this is, there's like they added another <laughs> third of the fish in between, you know, because their tails are super long like take a third and then put it back in and then put that inside of a fish and you look at it the tails are way longer than the ones that we have here mm -hmm. more propulsion yeah that was the last it just fish. looks different when you look at it, it gives yeah. you a second check check out it. you're like oh my gosh what happened to this fish yeah well, well, if it, i'm it, not mistaken in australia because you're so low in the, in the hemisphere um you have very very strong currents which require these fish to have the tails and the ability to fight those currents i mean look at the fish that we did again we'll bring bay of la the currents were smoking yeah. Yeah. and these fish are, are going against the current they had to be strong enough obviously the reason these they fight so well it's like these fish are they're constantly strong. in the gym they're, right? they're in the gym yeah. right yeah. the whole time and so it's not just you know easy easy pickings all right so that's that so everybody wants to know because we're all fishing here locally okay let's talk about pacific bluefin okay i wanted to make sure that there's everybody understands that there's a, a difference the reason i do that is a lot of times i'll post some of the local catches and i'll get a comment on the angler chronicles uh facebook page you should let that one go it's a baby and we're looking at about a you know 150 200 pounder uh, those aren't babies folks they're just three different types of bluefin species species okay yeah. it's like it's like like ben ben is his own species okay no but ben uh yeah, man. it's uh yeah we've, we've had dave marciano on, on the on the radio before and we've asked him that question yeah it is different and he says when he comes out and fishes them here he has some respect for these smaller ones the way we fish them. well it's hand-to-hand -hand combat he's right. fishing with a, a rod and a rail and it just you know you just pull the line and and wind the line while it's sitting in the rail. You don't do that out here. Okay, so now we've got a, <clears throat> some Ocean Odyssey trips coming up. In fact, uh, Ron, 
What's the uh, date? We have two back-to-back in October. Uh, one of them is sold out. The 23rd has still got spots available. Okay. And you will call the landing and let me, I'll get that. <laughs> okay, so October 23rd, we leave on the Ocean Odyssey. On believe, that's a Sunday. We'll yeah, be I'm back going Tuesday, on that one. Tuesday morning. Yeah. Okay, and then we leave again Wednesday evening and come back Friday morning. Yeah, I'm not going on that one. <laughs> okay, so so the second one is sold out. Okay, so uh, come and join us. Ben, if you're on that one, then we'll change it. I'll have John come because I do need to get some footage. Folks, just to let you know, I need some extra footage. So we'll be filming on that one. So since we've got those trips and, we, and that's the type of fishing we are here, I want to go a little bit deeper than we normally do than just a report. Um, I want to help our listeners uh, and make sure they have what they need. Okay, so Dorado Bite's still around. Okay, you should probably have a setup that's, you know, anywhere between 20, 15 to 40 pounds setup. Have that ready for your, uh, uh, say, say for, uh, for, for these Dorado or smaller yellowtail. There are some football yellowfin as well. So that'll take care of that. But I'm talking about some of this evening bite, night bite, uh, sundowners. Uh, I want to get in deep with that. And since the boys are here, okay, I want to talk about reels. I want to talk about rods. I want to talk about They made me some reels that that I was actually on the Shogun, and I was prototyping a couple reels, and I had caught 20, 22 bluefin one night on one of those reels and it worked ex- exceptionally well so i'm gonna hand it to them and they know what i'm talking about okay just to let you know you know i'm east cape is around the corner and you know if you you can just test them with him or you can right. showcase them to eight to ten million viewers in california in, in all of the united states and now we're going national okay by the way on tv so just saying yeah you know like, what? We, don't, we don't make fly rods and we don't make any reels for munchkins. <laughs> All right, so you got something new coming in the pipelines. Uh, why don't you uh, share what makes this reel different? We're talking about the uh, turn two? Is that what you're talking oh about? Oh, my goodness. We're talking about the Boss Extreme. The 30s and 50s. Yeah, Boss Extreme. Oh, the Boss Extreme. Oh, yes. you guys are on that now. We're bringing okay, up the, the 30 and the 50s. You got, what, <laughs> would say, 100-pound and 130-pound class. Yeah, you got to look at that BX2 30 and the BX230 narrow, and then we got the bigger one, the BX250. And uh, the, yeah, I've, I've got the two narrow and the, and the, and the two regular, the Boss Extreme. Yeah, and Boss the, Extreme, the, yep. And, and I mean, folks, you should, I know they're a little pricey, but they're, they're pricey for a reason. They're just unbelievable reels. They've got what they need, and they're comparable to anything out there. Well, yeah, uh, but we're, it's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, it's not like an ATV. Well, the reason, I say, I know, but the reason I say they're pricey is this um, a lot of our guys fish Yellowtail. And Dorado, and now you've got to up your game. And they realize if you're going to up your game, you got to up the price. This is like, you know, driving, uh, you know, a little quarter mile uh, you know, road racing here locally versus f- now it's Formula One. Okay, well, Formula right. One, you got to have it's like golfing, bro. I mean, a driver costs way much, a lot more. A driver and putters cost a lot more than just a chipping wedge or a right. seven iron or whatever. But the point that we have here is that forever people go, you make ATDs, they cost a million bucks, they cost a lot of money, they're worth a lot of money, they're mm-hmm. they're built in. These BX2s, we tried them, and I, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but well, the first BX2 30 we brought out, and it was. 15 years ago probably uh-huh. the first fish caught was a 286 a yellowfin on it yellowfin okay so Pulls a lot I, harder just sitting here with that 30 the other night 
That theory, I had a fish on that was over 200 pounds. I fought it for an hour, and that, that reel worked extremely well. Never got more than half a spool off me. All right, so for, and you've been fishing a lot here, you know, I, I, we, there's a reason Ben hasn't been on the show. He's always out fishing for these right. big blues, <laughs> and he's been getting them. So um, if you had a Boss Extreme, a two-speed, two uh, whether it be the narrow or the regular, you got plenty it's a it's excellent arsenal for these fish, right? It's excellent tackle. Yeah, no, it is. And and the thing that Dave was getting into is with the narrow you got eighty, mm. with the regular you got hundred, and with the fifty you got one thirty. The fifty's a lot of reel for what it is. Mm -hmm. The thirty works really good on decent fish and for jigging at night. Jigging at night is really fun, and that thing is perfect when you put that Iser line colored line on there. Mm -hmm. The one thirty. And they retail for like six seventy five. So they're not the, compared yeah. to the ATDs. It's you know it's a, it's a step down in price, mm -hmm. but you're getting a great reel for that price and the so, size. So and what, stand, what what makes the Boss Extreme stand out? Well, the frame like when you look at the, when when that reel when we designed that reel the frame the side plate it's just it's it's got more meat on that frame and the side plate and it just handles pressure very well. So you, it's a it's a reel that when you look at it it's not a big bulky reel like an ATD or the Shimano Tiagras and stuff, it's a, tr it's a trimmed down reel, but still got a lot of meat on it where it can handle the pressure when you put the screws to it. Um, so you, it, it's really got some, some horsepower. And, I, and, and guys, we, we re revised the reel and brought it back and said, we got to keep trying them. And we really been, uh, enjoy that reel. And there's a yeah, lot it's of people funny, we've been con you know, we've been concentrating a lot on the BVs, you know, the, uh, the two speeds, those are great. Uh, and, and with these big fish, we, we haven't been talking much about the Boss Extremes. And um, I've got a pair now. I love mine. Yes. And I know what you say. They're, they're, I call them tanks. They're my tanks. You yes. know, uh, the um, I've also got a Dauntless 600 Narrow. That's a tank compared to the regular one. Right. So that, that's good stuff. Oh, right, anyway, I, I can hear the music. means we got to go to a little break here. It's a great talking with the twins, Ben. Good thing you brought them in. Hi, this is Angels Radio AMA 30 KLA. Angler Chronicles, right back. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. 
Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Angler Chronicles. You like that? I like the, I like the music. Uh, Howard, you're doing a good job. I like the music with the Angels Radio already in it. I love that. Okay, uh, as we went to break, we were talking about the new Boss Extreme. Um, or the, uh, Is it going to be new? Or, or You said you were making some changes or we, some we, tweaking? We revitalized that sucker. Because that, that really has been around for a while, right? Yeah, How many yeah. years ago did, you, did we make that thing? 2000. Five or I think 2004. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, everybody's concentrated on the BVs, which is great. Then you turn two, unbelievable. God, that thing casts forever. Yeah, uh, Ben and I had it in Cedros, and we also had it at Bay of LA. No, we had it at Bay of, Bay of LA. No, no, but I remember Cedros the first time uh, you told yeah. me, take uh, your that, finger off. That was two years ago. Yeah, I went to cast it, and he goes, take your finger off it, let it just soar. And I go, wait a minute, it'll get tangled. No, it won't. And it didn't. It was, uh, it's the four. I have the 400. I only, <coughs> twins, I only have the 400. Uh, oh, you should get the 300. Turn two. Well, yeah. Oh. Of all people, I should have the 300 turn. Yes. I do have plenty of uh, the BV. Oh, the, yeah. the, listen, my, the 300 has gone. It's, it, it's, he it's has me. feminine hands that are very small, <laughs> so I stay with small I, hands. I that little 300 has put, uh, let's see, on the, on the last time we went to the East Cape, we brought in a 135-pound marlin on it, on my and on my bass rod, okay, oh, yeah. on 20-pound test. It was yeah. so cool, and I actually handed it off to Donna's husband, Donna from uh, Dana Wharf. I handed it off to him. Go ahead. And he goes, "There's no way he's a big guy." He goes, "Yeah, yeah. I go, you're going to land it. Just take your time." And he landed on 20-pound wow. test. It's fantastic. It's, it's, so awesome. it's got a lot of big fish. You know, some threshers on that thing, and. Sailfish left and right. I mean, it's uh, big tuna, small tuna. It's got everything. So, excellent reel. But anyway, we've been concentrating on the BVs. Yes. But there's a need. Okay, there's a need to have the right stuff when we go out. I mean, yes, maybe... Well, some of these trips, you're talking almost 50% of your time, you're going to be fishing with the bigger fish. And nobody's got the right stuff. You you know what? It's not... All we're trying to do right now is we're trying to bring light onto products made in the United States that's an affordable reel that you can go now and buy and have your quiver of rods for these chips. That's what we're trying to do. It's like having the right tool for the right job. And that BX230 and 50, we lost attention on it for a while, but our distributors and and, uh, retailers kept buying it and we we reused it again and and used it in lieu of an 800, BV2800. And the thing is just a real gem, man. It's got a lot of power in it. It's got the twin drag. I have the BV2800N narrow, okay? Fantastic reel, light for its size, great. However, I've gotten the opportunity to pull on the narrow 30, Boss Extreme 30, narrow, and the 800. And you're right. It seems like 
it, it's more solid. The, the reels are solid, smoother. Um, the Dauntless, you, I see the difference in the Dauntless between the 600 series you guys have and the Dauntless 600. People go, why did you pay so much? Because you can tell that it's got more beef. In other words, you want a Yugo? Go right ahead. You want a Ferrari? Hey, it's going to cost much. And that's exactly what's happening here. Mm -hmm. People shy away. We talked about shying away of a long trip on the, on the road for a great destination. Here's the deal. You want a reel that's going to be a jewel, that's going to be in your arsenal, and you'll be ready for just about anything. I think the Boss Extremeline fits. You know, if you don't want to get into the more expensive uh, ATDs, then that's a great jump. Get, have your balance, but also have some, at least one Boss Extreme, where it be the. I think the 30 is fine. The 50 is a little bit big, right? Yeah, I mean, I'll throw some history at you guys right now. The twins and I, a long time ago, when we were messing with stuff, we were trying to figure out um, making the the most powerful, solid reel. And when we first started, we made these things called dog pounds. And the dog pound was the beginning of the Dauntless series, <coughs> right? So we figured out the dog pound, which had had two um, anti-reverse dogs in it. So that means n nothing will go if the anti-reverse bearing failed. Well, then we put in an anti-reverse bearing that doesn't fail, and we have these two clicks, and that's the Dauntless. That's where we really started with the 30N, the 30, and we didn't have a 50. That's where those things started. And the people that have the dog pound, and we have a guy that works for us that has one, they love them, they catch giant fish on them, and they will not get Let rid of them. Let you touch them, yeah. And <laughs> that's where this push comes from again is from these. It was actually David coming to me going, here, you know, fish these, see what you think again. And I caught a couple of fish on them. I was like, wow, these things, these things are solid. And then we started looking at our competition, and we have a reel that's either priced appropriately to compete or it's less, and it offers the same it offers the same amount of benefits that any of the other wheels. Plus, it's made there. in the U.S. Plus, That's you guys are local, at least for us in Southern California. Um, you, you can't beat that. You, yeah, know, we make, you, we, you know, we buy bar stock. We get and upset, we, we go knock knock on the door. We can go knock on the door. You, you guys out. are open to and the public. And we pick up the phone. And you pick up the phone. This is very good. Okay, and, so. we, and we listen to you guys. I mean, that's how we came up with all this stuff, listening to anglers and what they need and what they want, right? Ben would come and say, I need a reel, I need a 30 size, and I want a boss. And then we came up with it. That's the one that. thing that the two of you actually are, are very good at is uh, you guys design like crazy. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about what tools you use for designing? Because you guys are like totally... You, you, folks, you go in there and like you step into a spaceship because I mean, <laughs> everything is all, you know decked out with computers left and right uh, you, you've got robotics making your equipment i think that ensures that every single reel is exactly the same because their position i mean you guys do a lot of stuff in aerospace which requires you to be exact so talk a little bit about how you guys design some of these reels. what kind of tools you use so we almost all the reels now at least in the last maybe 10 years have been done on a 3d modeling system called pro engineer mm-hmm so we literally build the reel in a computer and test it and turn the handle and watch the gears move and watch the thing go in and out of gear before we even ever build the reel. And so it used to be like 20 years ago when, or 30 years ago when Dave and I first started, we would do it and actually had to build a hard model. It would work or didn't work and then revise it to make it work. Now, literally out of the, out of the computer, I would say most of the time it's running the first time. 
So we make the parts, and then it's ready to go. So you design it there, and then that information goes to where? So then we we're using what we do is we design the reel in the computer, and then Dave and I and Ben and maybe a couple other people will look at it and say, this is what we're thinking, because you can see the reel. Mm-hmm. And then we decide, are oh, we going to make this? And then once, once we decide, yes, we're going to, then we start issuing parts to the shop floor. And then Dave's got, my brother's especially is milling, mm-hmm. and my specialty is turning. Those are two different types of machining processes. And so we break off into two different groups and start machining the parts. Every part on that reel is going to be made for the prototype. Now, we might make 10 at a time, 10 mm-hmm. pieces, and then put 10 reels together, and then Ben and a group of guys will test them and then come back with the feedback. So what you don't, he's not, you can't really understand what he's saying unless you do it. Mm-hmm. But in the past, we would come up before this, before they're using it, they would have to, do, they would have to program a machine to make the part, which each part was how many hours? Oh, yeah. Each part is probably at least like maybe five to ten hours each part. Wow. Or more. Okay, so this it, pro yeah. engineer, when he gets done and he says, I want this, this, and this, they pull it out. They can pull the software, is this not correct, and put it right into their machines and bypass not seeing them for two weeks. Right? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I used to not see these guys, <laughs> and I didn't know where they are at, but they were locked away in little places all over the place programming. And the programming thing has changed a lot since the beginning. Right. Yeah, it's a leap. It's a leap on the, the stuff that Doug was saying. Is a leap on this whole thing where we were before in the in the nineties and the two thousand early two thousands to where we are now, where it cut out maybe six months of time of trying to make pull things out of your head and make a part with code and physically put the reel together to where we build it in the three D modeling, and we're way closer to a finished reel with that type of. Um, uh, you know, new new type of software that allows okay, them to get one, there much quicker. Once once you feed the finished product, okay, into your machines, I want right. to call them machines. Uh, every part is exactly the same. Yeah, because you know we're starting with raw barstock, which were, were much different than most other companies that are made out of the United States. You know, we, we start with raw barstock, and every little part, including the little levers, the knobs, everything is made out of a physical blank of, of solid billet aluminum in and your machine. shop. Yeah, and so we don't we don't cast or forge anything to get closer to the net finished product. We machine it out of billet. To begin with, it's not the it's not the cheapest way. It's not the most effective way. It's the best way. You will get the best material and a finished part that will polish well and anodize well and functionally respond to pressure and um, and forces. And, it's, put and they're all, they're consistent. So, by yes. the, one of the things I noticed about you guys is real is right out of the box they're ready to fish. That that is really yeah. cool. And you, you know say what? that you know when you say that uh-huh. he remembers too. That was there's olden days where everything had to be blueprint. Do you remember that? Remember that? Yeah. You guys don't know. We even... we were the guys that came and we Doug and I said specifically said to our dad there will be no blueprinting. These reels will be fished out of the box. You can fish them from two pounds of drag to to hundred pounds of drag, and the drag curve will handle it. Yeah, I remember People the big said, old internationals. You, you had to get them all blueprinted. People would look you, at us like the, the Fred Hall fishing shows and go, what are you talking about? I don't understand. What do you mean? We're like, <laughs> literally, you take it out of the box and you fish it. The two of you were ahead of time. Ahead of time. <laughs> all right, folks, take a little short break here. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. We'll be right back. Took my first breath. The muddy Angels Radio, AMA 30. Mexico, Mexico and the skyline is colored by. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one on one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And, you know, this is definitely a staple. Turn that music on, Howard. Turn that music on. All right, this is a staple for Angler Chronicles. It is the sheriff's song. It's the Jigslinger himself, the flatty killer, the Mr. Dorado himself. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, from all the way in left field. And I said, yeah, left field. Mr. Danny Jackson, the sheriff. Good morning, sir. <laughs> hey, good morning, Sergio, and all your in-studio guests. A great morning. Hey, uh, um, I got a full house. I got all, Ron here. I've got the two twins from Accurate, Doug and Dave Nelson, and of course we got Ben Seacrest in the house. Well, good morning to everybody. Ben, nice to hear you back on the air there. Um, nice to hear all of you guys. Anyway, first of all, happy October. You know, happy Saturday morning. I can't believe it's already October. You wonder. Yeah, it's the September it's the opener when. up there, and it's like everybody's going crazy. So yeah, yeah, right. right. Well, you know what? We had a good month in September, August as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, more Dorado than you could find at any place in the world, probably, for I don't know how long did it last, five or six weeks, mm -hmm. something like that. So, And, you know, it might not even be over. We don't know that for a fact. So, But anyway, everything is good, Sergio. Uh, I want to tell you about our, you know, of course, you mentioned there, uh, I believe you did, about the lobster opening this morning. Actually, we haven't got, we haven't gotten there yet, but we are going to get there. We've been talking about 100% tuna, and uh, we we looked at the the three types of tuna: Pacific, Atlantic, and Southern tuna. Ben and the twins have fished all three of them. They've traveled all the way down to Australia. And he's been Nova Scotia. He's been Atlantic, and we're looking at the differences between one species and the other. So we've been dealing with that, and now we're getting in deep into some of the heavier reels and what goes into designing and making a reel. And what we love about Accurates is not only are we friends and family with these guys, but it, it, we just 
love how everything is made here in the USA and everything is precision everything you know it's it's aerospace quality stuff so yeah it's good stuff yeah well that's good i i i um well the only one kind of tune i've got that's the local the southern california mm-hmm. and mexico i guess uh, yellowfin and Pacific panama Wolfen i guess it's all yeah. considered the southern so mm-hmm. anyway uh well that's good that, that's good good uh good topic let's uh you know, once I get into tomorrow's show, mm-hmm. we're going to get into lobster fishing. That's right. <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'll start that off. Of course, we know that or most most know that it did open this morning at 6 a.m. So in, in kind of like in honor of that, and then also in honor that that we Sergio, you know, you and Ron and me and John, we're in our ninth year of television production with uh, angler mm-hmm. chronicles and the very first episode we did aired on april 6 2014 and that's the one we're going to take a look back in the archives and we're gonna we're gonna see that one tomorrow it's called big bass and bugs and speaking of hoop netting okay we went hoop netting with and nothing's changed as far as uh, the tackle and and uh, uh or the rules you know the and the rules in the area and all that is very good tutorial uh informational uh episode with chris bona bobby martinez we had robert nguyen with a tutorial in that one as well mm-hmm. so good calico and sand bass fishing and a lot of california spiny well, lobster we, we decided and then guess what yeah in, inside the Long Beach, uh, inside the wall. We never inside left the, the wall. wall. We stayed inside the wall. And here, here's the thing. We wanted to go out and just uh, do some hoop netting. I'm going, this is boring for me, pulling nets. So I said, okay, well, let's set them and let's go fishing. And that's what we do. We'd set them. We'd go fishing for about half an hour, come back and pull. And we got calico bass. We got sand bass. All you wanted inside the wall, in between getting limits of... Um, uh, of lobster okay and we cover quite a few areas and then uh, chris bona does a great job of explaining the differences between a male and a female lobster i uh, can show you where you'll see you'll see it really is a great show and it's very dear to me because that was the first episode that we ever did that is absolutely number one correct it was number one in the in the very first episode. We actually used the drone. The drone. And we got some good drone shots of the federal break wall. Uh-huh. And our federal breakwater, we call it the wall, of course. And uh, so it's a great episode. It's, it's really a lot of action. And for those... Uh, planning on doing some hoop netting uh, this fall, well, this this video is for you because it gives you a lot of good information, of course, mm-hmm. from Chris and Bobby and Robert. So yeah. that yeah, we've, done, we've done two. We've done this one, and then we did the another one. We had it was called Bugging Brothers, I think it was, and that, Bugging that, Brothers, and right? That one, that's where we went to Catalina in a forty-two foot Freeman catamaran. Oh my God! What a Cadillac of a boat, Ben. That thing was amazing, and um, we hooped it over there. But that was in 175 feet, and it had a with a little pulley electric uh, pulley. I can, I can fish like that. So that's good stuff. That's good. Uh, yeah. yeah, right. I put well, a, you, you know, I'm talking the, the twins here. I put I set up a little grill on the side of the boat, ooh. and Carly Teresa gave me some meat, <laughs> and I remember I brought some. It was it was I had some steaks for us. There's six of us. And oh boy, oh boy, we left at four o'clock in the afternoon. Rough, you couldn't even feel it in that Freeman. It was just solid. But this is yeah, our you, this you. is our first uh, boat. It was in the first bass knuckle boat, the first first bass knuckle 
Um, what, I think it was he had Boston Wheeler. Those things cost a bundle. Uh, yeah, no, no. That was the second one we did. We had a 42-foot Freeman, okay, that we we went to Catalina. That thing, and that's the cockpit. It is just insane. That center console is unbelievable. Okay, so, all right. But anyway, so this is uh, episode number one. Uh, just to let everybody know, we're way over 100 episodes already made, so that's kind of good, and we're still yes. working. And we're still working about uh, going with, um, soon you'll be able to see us on Hulu and some of the other streaming type um, uh, services. We're getting all that worked up, and we'll go national and possibly international. So that's all good. So uh, right. what time does it pr start or premiere tomorrow well, morning? Well, it, it will show at 8.30 tomorrow morning and also 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. And uh, five times during the week, Sergio, on Valley Sports West and Valley Sports SoCal HD. So just check your listings. and But to start with 8.30 tomorrow morning, Sergio. All right. Thank you so much, Danny. And uh, coming up, I know we've got the Olive Crest episode. That's going to be coming up. I want to yes, take, that'll be next. I want to thank be uh, Accurate for you know a, a very nice donation, two reels. And that got raffled off and raised some very, very, very good money for the kids of the Olive Crest. And you know what? I want to thank them uh, since they're here for everything you guys do. Um, I, I do hit you up periodically for some of our charities and it raises a lot of money for a lot of a lot of good things in fact you know the east cape the, the shoe giveaway that we go um you know we've raised over a hundred thousand dollars for that organization just you know just guerrilla style okay and um been doing it for ron how many four three or four years now yeah. Okay, years. and uh, well, we're, we're way over 100000 That was two years yeah, ago. Yeah, that was two years ago. And um, that's the only money they have to buy the shoes to take the East Cape. We're going down there. We'll be giving out shoes. want to give a huge shout-out to AFCO because AFCO has donated like 45,000 shirts so far. Okay, we have 5,000 people that line up and we take care of with shoes. With uh, we've, we've gotten some... Um, Socks, socks, um, uh, belts. I know we've done belts. Whatever we can get a hold of, okay? And now some toys for the kids. All right, so, yeah. And, Danny, thank you. Um, that one, I'm sure, will be coming up as well to, to be seen. And Olive Crest yep. is the foster care kids here locally, and it's all good. All right. Yeah. Big Bass and Bugs. This uh, weekend, our very first episode, and right in line with the lobster to me with a with a lobster uh season opener this morning so we're good to go thank you danny very good serge all right that was danny jackson our resident sheriff jig slinger the dorado killer and now the flatty term uh, tamer how's that flatty tamer i like that i like that all right thank you danny all right so okay well uh are we going to break right now or no i got about one minute left to go so let's do that when we come back Let's talk about where we left off. Okay, we have a reel designed in the United States, 100% in the United States, and there's a reason for it, okay? And the output really, really shows how much time has been inputted. You like that? Input. Yep. So ben here, it's more like shot put it, but, you know, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Ben's bouncing in his chair. You okay? No, I'm fine. Hey, I was wondering, how did you get so many of those videos going on all the websites now of that? What, 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 was that when you were like, what, 211? And now you're 411? Was that when oh, you were a real kid? Oh, oh man. Ba -da -ba -da. 
Yeah. You see, no, no, uh, he so works. For, he works for you guys. Just yeah. remember that. Just yeah, remember yeah, yeah. that. I know yeah. who to, I know who to hold responsible. <laughs> All right, folks. Without further ado, we'll take another short break. Come back. We'll finish up with a uh, with three solid segments on what goes into rod uh, a real building and how we apply to tuna. All right, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA thirty. We'll be right back. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio AM 830 Welcome back everybody here on Angler Front here on Angels Radio This is Angler Chronic See I got everybody's bouncing and you like that it's holiday Yeah green day green day I like that Let's go to Blue Day. It's not like the ocean. I like the ocean blue. Okay. Yeah, it's good, good. In studio, I've got Ron, myself, Ben, and the Nielsen twins who, before we talked to Danny, we were talking about uh, what goes into building some of these uh, really high-precision uh, tools. Uh, these, these are really tools and jewels, I call them, that we have to have in order to catch some of these bigger fish. So when we left off, you guys were talking about... Um, Actually creating all the parts here. Right. And? So, yeah, you know, you think about all these parts we make, and we were talking about how we design them, and then we then we take the parts and we split them off. Or, you know, Douglas does all the uh, lathe work, which is rotational, uh, highly rotational stuff, like precision rotation. Like mm-hmm. the spool would be a, a, a lathe part. And then I do all the mill work. Um, which side is, plates. Side plates, yeah. Side plate would be a good one. Or all the little levers and stuff. And so we, we take all those parts and we build the code that makes the tool when they when the parts get cut out of solid billet, it's going to try. I'm explaining this to you, but on the radio, it's hard no, to no, show. No, 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 right? I understand. Um, but the tools have a path that they run based on a code that we give it, and it and it runs around and, and produces the parts. These are like robotic arms and stuff, while doing all the work, right? I've seen some really <clears throat> crazy stuff at, at your shop. Well, that, that the robotic arms are what loads the machine. So let's say you want to make a spool, uh-huh. the robot will actually take the bar stock, which is a puck of material, mm-hmm. and load the machine with it. And then the robot sits and wait until the machine's done. Then it unloads the finished spool and then puts it on the table. So, the it, so what does it take to make a spool? How much time? Oh, it's like six, seven minutes, depending on what size it is. Okay. And there's, there's several cutters that come in and do different types of processes to, to remove the material to get it to the shape we're looking the, for. The reason I ask you is that because um, you know, a lot of time 
in making it complete real. There is. Okay, so I know sometimes people, oh, I can't find this, I can't find this. There's a reason. Okay, shortages, yeah, we got hit with COVID and all the other stuff, but um, it takes a while to make this. And these, if you want a jewel, which is what I think these extremes are, okay, they have to, they do. They are set aside. I mean, they, they all this stuff you're, we're doing is done in our shop. There's almost every part of that reel besides like little fasteners or screws we buy, uh -huh. you know, from distributors. But everything else in that reel is built in our factory. Somebody is making the product and then assembling the product and testing the product in Corona, California, which is unique. Right. There's not a lot of companies There's doing no, that in the U.S. anymore. No, and you guys uh, do once in a while open the, the doors to the public so they can actually go and check out the or, the, 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 the site. And they can see how uh, – I, I was fascinated when I went the first time, and you guys walked me all the way from a big, long rod of uh, aluminum to a finished product. And I'm going – this it just blew my mind. So I'll tell you an interesting story during coronavirus time. You know, so everybody's been talking about material shortages and – I'm having problems getting product and, and parts and stuff. So we're uh, probably this is going back to like April 2021. We buy a lot of three inch, three and a half inch, four inch uh, raw bar stock, aluminum bar stock. So we buy buy them on a 24 hour basis every day. We the the uh, the, the uh, computer system is telling the, the people in the office, okay, we need 10 bars of three inch, and then so we order it on a 24 hour basis. It'll be there tomorrow. And during and still happening now. You can't buy bar stock, and we only buy American-made bar stocks. So you can, we can call up and get um, Chinese or any sort of foreign bar stock, no problem. But we will only buy American. So during this whole time, we've not been able to get three and a half inch bar stock, which we use for all of our six hundred spools. So what we had to do is buy four inch bar stock, cut it to the length we want, and then remachine it down and remove a half an inch of, uh, of diameter off that bar stock in order to get in the machine. So we're wasting all this material um, of, because we can't get the right bar stock anymore. Okay, from my math, guys, he said uh, four to three, and then he said half. That's because half is on both sides of the whole thing. It's a half plus a half equals a four. I'm just, okay, because, you know, <laughs> us... us um, <laughs> I'm looking Lincoln. at Ron's face. He goes, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 poor Ron. I just threw Ron. Well, you can, so you can imagine, like a 600 yeah. spool, right? You know, uh -huh. well, we buy bar that's just a little bit bigger than the 600 spool, mm -hmm. right? Right. And it's 12 foot, yeah. so it comes a 12 foot rod. Then we chop it in little pieces, a little bit wider than your spool is. That's how we make them. Yeah. So, so if anybody gets a chance, um, you guys do some open houses, uh, Ben. You've done, yeah. You've done some in the past. Are you going to do some more? Yeah, we actually, I don't want to give it a date, but we're going to do something called um, Tackle Days at Accurate, and it's going to be um, in remembrance of Jack Nielsen. And we'll be doing that. I'm not giving it a date because I gave it a date. We mm -hmm. almost got slaughtered here last time, but it's coming up. And if you want to come, check it out. It'll be fun. Um, we'll have a casting contest. We'll have other manufacturers there. And we'll have, you know, be from like 9 o'clock in the morning to 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And we're just going to get everybody together. And we'll all be there to talk to you. And we'll have a bunch of... Hey, Rob, we should set up... Yeah, we'll set up the Angry no, Chronicles. you yeah. said you're going. I know, I know. But I we'll we'll yeah, promote it on and we'll get on social see, media. I'm going, stuff. but poor Ron has set it up. So we just, just <laughs> we have been so busy. But there's one thing I was just talking... I was talking to David about a while ago. Is it's The big thing is you're just telling me how long it takes to make a reel. It takes a long time to make a reel. But what's the biggest problem that we have right now? Material? Nope, color. So it? the colored reels, oh. everybody has to understand problems. that it, it takes us a while to make a reel. But when you want a colored reel, Dave, 
how long does it take to make a color drill? Yeah, you know we do all the you know so we do all the anodizing in house, right? So that's a whole another animal to control with uh, chemicals and heat and pH and everything. So when we do, we do like we're doing a lot of orange right now. We're doing the mahi. We're doing the ice blue. The, the there's some colors I don't know why um, in the spectrum of color, but orange and ice blue are just really difficult to keep the colors the same. So well, yeah. So since Ben went to you. Everybody knows that I like to match my rods, reels, and line. I like my my color. Boy, that's one level. I'm always in <laughs> yeah. electric blue and but black. But we don't make that many pink reels. Wait, 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 pink wait. light's tough. Was Ron, it pink? Ron Is that likes, your color? No, that was perfect. Ron likes red. Mine's I'm always in, in Ron black likes black and blue because that's the way it comes so, home. Fishing Syndicate makes me these blue rods. Okay, I get blue line. And I get the BVs with the blue accent. Oh so this so gosh. nice. No, 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 no. I got a beef here for you. So here's what you need to do. <laughs> oh, here it comes. Right. So you need to go and you need to get me the parts because the sun, I mean, you think about how much my reels are in the sun. They're all the time. <laughs> they begin to fade a little bit. Mm. So I'm going to need some accent. So I go to Mr. Ben Seeker and say, hey, dude, you know, you got the, I just need the parts or just replace the parts. He goes, oh, all the reels now are silver. <laughs> I go, yeah, okay, mine are blue. Okay, and they're changing <laughs> colors. Okay, so you got one next to the other. The little, I mean, it's a blue, but it's not. So, um, Ben, what are you going to do here? You know, we'll get I'm you a, fish I'm and a, silver reels. Yeah. Get away from that pink stuff. He's like Ford. He's like, you're going to have any time you say, want as long as it's silver. I think what I need to do, I, I need to come over to uh, see you guys in Corona and just go down and just go shopping. Mm. Okay, yeah. get one of each, all the new silvers. I want to watch him put the reels together. <laughs> I, I thought you were say, I'll put on an apron and go out in the end. I used to no, work in He does that a lot. When we were in Bay of LA, he was in an apron all the time. When we there, there we go. There we go. go. Here we go. That was anyway, sundress. So, so uh, I, I hope that um, the humor that's going... <laughs> It's we love you, Sergio. No, but but it goes down to the fans because that's that's the attitude that uh, every time I've been to Accurate, you know, if you're serious about the product, but you're there to listen to hear the the fans. You laugh with the fans. We have fun, and that's important. Okay, no, that's I'm it. telling you, 100 percent is what I've learned is people around you're gonna die, and it's gonna happen. It's all part of life. And the best thing you can do because I went through some crazy stuff in my life is to have as much fun as you can every single day, and we do it every yeah. day. Me and the twins. No regrets. We have no regrets. I love that. I love that way of living. Okay, so um, just just make sure you spell it right. There was that one movie where the kid has a tattoo, and it said no re re no. <laughs> what Remember what, it was it was a movie with Jennifer Sam? Aniston's in it. And no, they I take, yeah, and yeah. he just re regrets or something. Re re what's that? Word? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, they yeah. spelled it wrong. It was so bad. Yeah. Anyway, no, yeah. but listen, live that way. Um, everybody, pay attention. We will make an announcement when you guys do your next open yeah, house. Yeah, for sure. And we'll we'll be there. We'll party out with these guys. It's really good, and you get to see what it is that we're talking about. You know, we're having fun, but the serious subject here is this: you want a reel that's very difficult to beat. As far as how it's put together, how it's designed, well, that would be an accurate reel because the same system goes with everything that you make, okay? Everything. And you guys don't just do reels. Don't want to start opening the, the other stuff that you guys do, but you started with gaffs, if I'm not mistaken, right? Right, right. 1990. Is that explain the hole in Ben's head? Yeah, I mean, that's why you stopped making them. <laughs> no, so <laughs> Ben, you've been, you, you've been with the twins for how long? 
16 years, I think. 16 yeah. years. Sweet 16. Oh, yeah, that's right. We should have a, a Sweet 16 party, party yeah. for yeah. him. Yeah. We'll put yeah. him in a dress. Look at that yeah. dress. I have a picture. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, back to the reels. Explain, please. And you have, you've, I guess, have done it before, but I think it's worth re mentioning. Single drag versus twin drags. Well, the well single drag reels are good reels, but you know we kind of in our early twenties, Dave and I kind of figured out we couldn't understand why there was only a drag on one side of the reel. So a single drag reel has a drag on let's say the right side. We kind of wondered why they didn't put it on both sides, and so we kind of went down that rabbit hole and figured out we don't know why they don't have them on both sides. So we end up working for about five years to perfected the design and came up with the twin drag reel and it what it really effectively does is gives you twice as much drag but even more than that because drag pressure is is nice to have a lot of drag when we catch a big fish but the reverse is also amazing when you have super smooth drag which is what ends up happening because you don't have to create as much pressure because you have two drags now to stop the fish so if you want to go super light or anywhere in between the drag will be very consistent. Does balance in within the reel being balanced, does that make any sense or no? Drags well, I, on both sides. For, for sure, sure. For sure. I mean, let, we always say, well, what if you took I took your car and took the brakes off of one side of your car? Say you have dra- brakes on the left side. So every time you try to brake, your car would try to do a tailspin mm-hmm. to the left. That's what your reel does when there's a single drag on it. But when you balance it with drags on both sides, your spool is just perfectly balanced. Yeah, and, and that's that's drag. one of the things, and that's why I think the twin drag system, and that's only you, and that's that's your thing. Uh, that's why it's made it so good. And then uh, from there, what I want to do is we, we talked about the Boss Extreme. Have you guys done anything really to it, or are you just going to just re-push it out again? Well, the Boss Extreme on, the, on these 30s and 50s used to have like a, a, tr- a troll control on the left side of the side plate, a little mm-hmm. knob. We took all that stuff off of there and just streamlined it, made it real... Streamlined product, so they, it looks, it feels real well, good in your hands. It's, there's yeah, that's what I have. I have the new ones. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's really nice. Yeah. There's they're, some they're beautiful. To and it, well, yeah. you know what I like? You know, you said it all silver. I know I joke about the blue. Uh, the new fishing syndicate lined up. They're all black. They're black on black. You know, because I he goes, I can do all these fancy. Th- I, I don't want fancy. I want my rod black on black or blue on blue. I don't want nothing fancy. Just simple, straight. So he made these. It's called the Black Series. It's going to be an Angler Chronicle series. Uh, all the rods. All the way from a bass rod all the way to a triple X heavy. Okay. And so when I look now, when I put them together, you had that brand new rod with those brand new Boss 30s on a 2X and a 3X. They're sexy. They're sexy. We had them, we had them at the last Ocean Odyssey trip, and John was filming, and we got a nice little close up of him. We'll be doing a lot more of that in the coming uh, shows so that people can see. Okay, how beautiful they, they're they're beautiful reels. I always say, you know, your rods are real that's your jewelry. Okay? And everybody's gonna make the decision on what brand they want, you go right ahead. We all have our favorites. I like my I like yours because I've seen the difference. I fished them all, they're all good. These are just a notch above. Okay, they have this little extra and that could be that twin drag. It That's could it. be that Ben Secret. I think this what it is. Mm-hmm. It could be something, but it's definitely something. So there. what you need to do is ask him about the twin drag on the new turn two. We'll do that. All right, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLA. We'll be right back. While you were here, the fun was never ending. Life a minute was only beginning. Captain Coleman Nichols is one for you. AMA 30. 
Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, a little metallic Talking about Metallica, metal, yeah. Well, throw in some aluminum in there, and we've got some great, accurate reels, right? They're brought. Come on, come on, come on, Seacrest. Come on, <laughs> tell me. Come on, tell me about the turn two. Come on. The turn two. The turn tune was, um, that was like a, a gift sent from God. The original one was. I hate to say it, but it was just okay in my line. But when they they finished this turn two, I got to fish it for a year. And you want to talk about fish that were caught on it? You were fishing oh it, too. Oh, my God. Cedrus, how it's far, unbelievable. How long? I mean, it was like a year, year and a half, yep. right? Yep. And the thing that really made that was, you know, they tightened that thing up. And the first one, people love the first one. Oliver loves throwing surface iron right. with the first turn. That's great. I, I mean, a lot of people just love that reel. But now when you have one that has a built-in cast control twin drag and they have a bearing support that's made this new one amazing and you've been fishing it for how long year and a half yeah and yeah. we've been fishing them all over the place we've caught oh it's been at bay of la hundreds it's been and hundreds and hundreds of fish. local with me on the center con because i got the 400 so it's very very versatile I, I you know the the one i wanted was the 500 narrow but he wouldn't give that one up yeah. okay he, so he said here here use the 400 okay i just didn't give it back i got i have it for i'll give it back next week yeah whatever so, yeah no but it really <laughs> is what caught my attention and it took me a while we're throwing service iron on the 400 and he goes take your thumb off and i go no take your thumb off and i finally didn't i just swap my surface iron just probably what other 30 feet 40 feet easy by taking uh, your your, your but thumb he up. had a spool adjusted so i'm throwing that out there too so don't think that they're all reels will backlash if you know how to set the reels up and i set that reel up that 
he was using, mm-hmm. they will work extremely well. But if you get to that reel, the twins are the ones that figured it all out. Tell us the story. Do you, you want the background story? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so right. we came out with that turn, the original turn reel, and that took a lot of a lot of effort. I mean, there was a lot of work. Because remember, we're twin drag guys for lever drag. Right, so, let, yeah, so let, let's, yeah. the, the big difference, folks, to our listeners is one is star drag, which is the turns. The other one are lever drags. Okay, and there's some this. People think that there's a big difference as far as being it. There isn't. It's just, it's, it's very nostalgic. It's very, I don't know, it's a myth. Because you guys have been, have been able to show that whether lever or whether uh, a star drag, those things cast the same. They, no, no, not one casts further than the other. So go it's ahead. just a different, you know, it's a different purpose for a different type of fishing. You know, people love star drags because they are pretty special. Uh, but we, we came out with the original one, and, and we, we knew it was a good reel, and it had, it had twin star drag, which we invented that for that reel. It's got a bunch of different twin drag inside the, the drags. So, but when we gave it to Ben, and Ben fished it for a while, we, we could tell there wasn't a sparkle in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> he came back. That's and was like, not fair. <laughs> he said it was. He said it's good. Like he said right now. He said it's good. I like but it. But it's not where I want. But it he be. wasn't like jumping up and down. Because like, when it's good, he jumps up and down and gets all crazy. You've seen that. Oh, so, listen. When you guys came out with a valiant. Yeah. When he, 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 I went over to see you guys, and he goes, "Here, just before we went to our Cedros trip, and hands me a valiant. It was in his drawer. He says it's a prototype. Let's go. And we took it to Cedros. I, that thing never left my hand. I fished the same rod and reel for five days because I didn't want to get up, give that reel up. Okay, it is perfection. It is music, and it's a concert. So apparently, you didn't have a concert in your hand. You had just a simple. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just watch what you say. Okay. That's right. Yeah, be careful. Yeah, we might hurt right his feelings. No, no, no. Concert to to what do you call it? An unplugged session. You know, there you go. Yeah, you know, when they go unplugged. What kind of plug? Ron, okay. What did you there say? You go. See, what, now you what, guys wait got a minute. It's whatever you put they, in the they got, they got, they got their minds in the gutter. But anyway, no, but I understand that. You so, know, I never got a chance to use, believe it or not, the first series turn. The first turn that got in my hand was the turn two. And I. So, so no, one, no, one, no one even knows the story, but they took. And they. I was didn't complain. I was just saying, you know, it's okay. And they took the old ones. And built me old ones. So I was walking around with reels that everybody thought it was fishing a turn for a year. And it was a turn two because they rebuilt the insides of my reels. Mm-hmm. And people would look at me and they'd go, my God, that thing is amazing. I would start <laughs> cracking up going, yeah, only if you knew. Yeah, we camouflaged it. So we took, we, you know, it, there's a long process here. But the short story is to make that turn one took maybe more than a couple thousand hours of him and I, Dave and I, going back and forth, doesn't work, fix it, to get it to work. But along the way, like anything else, you put your mind and your time in, you understand 100% what's going on. So we had probably three or four things that we didn't like about the original turn that when Ben was not overexcited about, we said, okay, we're going to put these in that reel and come up with the turn too, and that's what that is. That Everything we learned from the original turn that we didn't like is in in the turn too now. Yeah. Well, what fixed. I like is that you guys love to fish, and you guys are designing uh, great reels. And then you know Ben adds his his two cents. That's really good. I'll never forget when we went. How how good do you guys know your stuff? I don't know if you guys remember. We did a trip to Cedros with Dave Marciano. Remember that? Okay. And uh, we had a great massage sex session for Ben. What did you well, say again? Nothing. Anyway, but one of the things was I remember when we were putting our rods and reels together. I had just gotten off a trip. And it felt a little, it wasn't turning right. 
He said, give it here. And within a minute, he took something out and put it back together. And that was like a dream. So that's how good you guys know your stuff. And that's why when Ben takes the reels out and he tests them out, he knows exactly what's going on, what needs to be replaced. And that's, I guess, learning from the one to now the two. Folks, the two, I don't know about the one, but the two is simply amazing. Uh, okay. Castability is insane, but insane. they didn't really. Douglas, talk about the 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 bearing support on the internal structure of the reel. I mean, that's yeah. The, the reel is well. That's like you said. Everything that we we didn't like about the first one, the new one has it. But it's got bearings supporting everything, including the pinion gear and the main gear, which has never been done before. We have a a star drag reel with a main gear bearing, which has never been done. It's, it almost goes back to the original twin drag reel we talked about that we invented back in the 90s. Why didn't somebody do that a long time ago with this Star Dragger? We don't know. But it makes this new reel way, perform way better than any Star Drag reel we've ever seen. So see if we can explain that. So on the main yeah. gear of a Star Drag reel that's been developed, you know, those reels since the 40s, 1940s, 50s have been out, the the main gear rolls on the shaft, the, the shaft that actually your handle is connected to when you turn the, the reel, when you crank it on the reel. So that it, it slides on a shaft, and uh, most some guys put bushings in there, which is okay. We took that and put a bearing, ball bearing on, in the main gear that rolls on the shaft, which is a game changer for how that gear rolls. When, so when you when you put drag on that reel and you start pulling a lot of drag on it, that gear now rolls on a bearing and it it, it releases the uh, the drag to be much smoother than it a, a gear rolling on a shaft because it has a ball bearing on it. And it's really, really consistently smooth. And we, we kept noticing some of our better reels and every reel that's ever been made to the Star Drag. If you look at an old Star Drag reel and take it apart, you'll notice the, the gear, your main gear, has got wear marks on the inside hole. And we said, why is it like that? And we, the more and more we looked at it, we're like, oh, it makes sense. It's rotating on top of a shaft and there's no bearing surface there. And it actually wears, a, that hole gets bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> mm -hmm. as you fish more and more. And so the reel gets more sloppy and gets, you know, more geary and it gets less consistent drag out of it. That's all part of that. It was old original reels. Now our new one doesn't do that anymore. It's mm -hmm. it's a whole new design. It's, it gets complicated and we'll probably talk no, a little yeah, bit too well, over. No, but, I, but here, <laughs> I, I guess what I want listeners to understand is um, uh, one of the things I like about Accurate itself is you guys don't stay still. It. it constantly coming up with new ideas not all of them are brilliant okay no. um or feasible you guys have some brilliant ideas but it just doesn't make sense doesn't dollars and cents at the end but what you guys have what are all the lines okay let's start with the least expensive to the most expensive. so we got the fury which is our single drag lever drag right it's a lever drag single single drag it's a fury mm -hmm. and uh, then we got the next one up we got the uh, we got the the boss extremes mm-hmm and we got the and we got the boss valiance and then we've got the uh, we got the dauntless in there too mm -hmm. these are all I'm, I'm telling you all the lever drags and then the ATDs are top line in uh, lever drags so you got those from like a 12 size up to the 130 big game stuff and then when then the next thing you switch over to is now the the turn 2 which is a star drag twin drag reel but it's a star drag Okay. Yeah, that's the I am, I'm in love with the valiance I love the valiance I what I love about the valiance the most is the lack of weight <laughs> they're super super light um i literally can put that on my bass uh, let me tell you here's a story uh one of my bass rods is made with that uh, golf what do they call that um 
the, the handles, the grip, graphite, the, the grips. What are they called? The, the oh, golf. high below. No, they're, they're the golf ones. What are they called? No, it's uh, tennis racket grips. It's the uh, no, 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 no. And no, no, I know no, what no, no. it is. Everybody else does too. It's like a golf club, but they, uh, whatever they call a grip, I forget what that is. Anyway, they they they're, they're unique. Okay, he was making the bash rods with that. I took and I had the 300 on there with a the bash rod. We're on the Ocean Odyssey. I go to make a cast, of fly lining a bait. Go to make a cast, and it was a little bit. You know, the boat was moving a little bit, and poor guy came behind me as I'm casting and bumps into me, and the rod goes in the water. <laughs> oh, no. And I watch it, and I'm about to jump in. Yeah, I jump in. He's full of it. He would never jump in. Uh, anyway, so I watch the rod, and it <laughs> sinks about a foot, and then it popped back up. Oh. So the grips, uh, what are those things called? And... Um, they, they make it float. It's, but, but the thing is, they, they, it floated because it's so light. Uh. And there was a reel on the, So the rod is very light. The reel, the 300, is super light. Okay? And because it only had a little uh, sardine on it, okay, and it was in free spool, so there was nothing to pull it down. You know, I don't say try this with a dropper loop, but, uh, you know, that's how light these things wow. are. And, and the BVs are the lightest around. That's why yeah. I love the 600. And the, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. they're 30% lighter than anything else we had made in the past. Yeah. So basically the, the BV came out <coughs> of what? How, what was the idea on the BV versus the other reels? So we, we, we have a, a company in Singapore. He's one of our best customers, Alvin Lim. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, so... We, we fished all over the world with him and Ben. And uh, we were just sitting around talking and having a couple of cigars and a couple of drinks one night and kind of wondering what we could do to make the, the boss reel another step in terms of lightness and strength. And so this that the value came from that. And so, But it really came from like trying to make a reel that's super, super light. Mm-hmm. Like a reel that would be um, extreme to, to the max. I mean... And, and they kind of, Ben and, you know, Dave and I fish, but we're not thinking about fish 24-7 like Ben and Alvin do. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just said, well, what is it you guys want? And so we talked about the 300 was the first one we did, right? Yep. The 300. So we took the 300 on our 3D model. We had the computer with us in Singapore and went into the his his store. He has a small distributorship store in Singapore and uh, sat there for probably about seven hours straight and just literally designed the reel on the fly um, in that store. That day. The 300. Yep. The 300. It was Ben, Dave, and I, and Alvin, the four of us. And I got to fish one of those early prototypes, the one that you gave me from your drawer. Because this was not... Uh, yeah, but from, you, what they're talking about, it took several years to do years that to before it. we came to fruition of the design. Mm-hmm. And then once the design was there, I remember the first time I took these out, guys out my skiff and we were running, and the first fish caught on them were like 40-pound bluefins. Uh-huh. And the reels were so small, I was laughing so hard because it was one of those things in your head thinking, oh, it's not possible, it's not possible. And oh, yeah. They, they never got any line. You guys landed those things, we poked them, I put them in the boat, and we were gone. Yeah, well, you know, the, the reels is, do you, do you have enough line? That's basically the question. Uh, That's right. And you have, on the 300, there's plenty. You can 350 yards, is it? Yeah. No, but for jigging and rock fishing, rock mm-hmm. fishing, I use them all the time. I drop them to the bottom, I'm fishing 250 feet with 30 mm-hmm. pounds oh, or 20 yeah. pounds. It's great. Hey, if it's more than 300 yards, it's three football fields, I don't want to turn yeah, it yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. let them have it. Okay. A lot of people don't know that the, the reels from the 300 to the 1,000 or the 800, it's the same on the inside. Yeah. All the parts are just the same. Just sizes. It's just the spool size. All right, very That's cool. it. I found it on my phone. These are the first fish we caught 
Oh, on, the, on the BD three hundred. Look at that. Okay, what? That, that's on Ben's boot. little skiff. Oh, very cool. We pulled them in. There's a whole bunch of them. And to clean up some stuff, it was wind grips. Wind yeah, grips. Wind there grips. you go. Yes. I couldn't think of it. So yeah, the wind grips were great. All right. Um, that's some good info. That's some good info. All right. So the the next one, which is the last segment we got, I want to know what these guys need to have to go out local fishing for these bluefin. Okay. Okay. All right. This is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Radio AM Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. You're on... Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AMA 30 KOA. And we've had a great morning here talking to the twins and to Ben about everything bluefin and then what reels uh, we're doing. So I want to give uh, the mic to the twins right here. Um, why don't you uh, tell them a little more about you guys? All right. So if you guys want to check out any of our stuff, you know, go to our website, accuratefishing.com. And um, I think one thing we should touch on too is that when you look at any of our reels, Way back when we came up with this designation of the, the the numbers on the reels of what they represent to line capacity, so we have the 300, the 400, the 500, the 600, the 800, and the 1,000. So when you look at each one of those, it's really easy because you could figure out what size line you should put on that reel. So a 300 is good for like 30 and 40 pound. The 400 is good for like 40 or 50 pound. The 500 is good for 50 and 65 pound. The 600 is good for 65 to 80. And then the 800 is good for 80. You actually put, on the 800, you could put it 65, but 80, 80, 100 on there. Yeah, what he's saying right now, too, also goes along with something that we started years and years ago, and many people have said it, but we're the ones that basically were the first to say it is small reels, big fish. Right. So when they establish some of the smaller reels, when he's saying 40, we're fishing 40 and 50 on a reel that in the old days you yeah. would fish like 20 on. Yeah. Well, yeah, so. people always would kept asking us, like, well, what kind of, you know, in the 300, you know, they want to put lighter line. They didn't think it could handle the pressure. And so these the designation on there really kind of gets people cool. I, I have fished up to, I hate to say, a 50-pound leader on a 300. 
Mm. Okay, just a you know four or five foot leader. And I've put, depending on where I was fishing, I'll put fifty pound braid on the three hundred. I know that sounds weird, but if I'm not fishing anywhere deep, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, still plenty of line. Normally, I like to put forty is what I like on on the three hundred, and then that can just I have fished from twelve pound to fifty pound top shots on on the on the forty. Yeah, but three hundred, believe it or not, it's going to get 24, 26 pounds of drag easy. If oh, yeah. you needed yeah. to go there, you could go there. With when I've thing. gone there. And yeah. it, does, it, it puts and out And you said really that well. earlier, Sergio, that the reels can put out more than enough drag at any size from the 300 to 800. It doesn't really, it's not really, it can do plenty of drags to mean how much line you want and exactly. what size line. So that and then in those de designations help people clue them in a little well, bit faster and then, and on what and size also, reel for what, what size line. What kind of fish are you fishing for? Right now, if you're jigging for these bluefin, you're already out 300 feet. Mm. Some of these 250 to 300 feet, and then you calculate you know the 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 angle okay because you're you're drifting out there you could already have you know three to four hundred feet of line already out before the bluefin hits you so uh yeah there is some line concern so depending on what you want that's why i think that those boss extremes are absolutely perfection yep. yeah i mean there's two ways to fish there's people that want the safety of line so they want to put lighter line on and have more line on or there's a guy that doesn't really care because he's going to fish a heavier drag and fish heavier line so um when you look at that their dynamics of having half a spool line at light you're talking your jag's already up if you started with you know let's say eight pounds of drag and you get half that spool out now all of a sudden your drag's 16 pounds you got to consider where you're at, how you're adjusting your drags, where you're setting them, what kind of rod. The dynamics of a combo, which I'm not going to get into right now, is it's super important to understand that the rod catches the fish and the reel gives you the power to put the power in the rod to catch the fish. So, I mean, it's, mm -hmm. I mean, people look at me and they go, Would you repeat that? Repeat that one more time for our listeners. That's important. <clears throat> so, the reel. The reel is your power unit. That's the engine in your car. The rod is the chassis. So what happens is, let's say, if you want to look at it, the reel and the fish put the power in the rod. So when you look at something that's catching the fish, truly, it's the rod. But without a smooth drag, an effective rod, reel, you can't power the rod. You get what I'm saying? Well, absolutely. I just want to make sure that people understood that as well. Because if you think about it, no one talks that way, and no one really... I try to do it in layman terms because people look at me and they go, well, the rod. And I go, the rod is a couple things. It's a safety factor where if you have a rod that's more parabolic, you have a safety factor to, to not break off a fish. The other thing is, what else does a parabolic rod do? It takes pressure off of you and puts it on a fish. But if you have a rod that's too parabolic and it bends and let's say it bottoms out, out when it bottoms out there's no lifting power you're basically stuck you're done yeah. yeah 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 so see all this stuff goes in so having said that ben for the guy going on a party boat say two two and a half day trip max so you're fishing uh, any within two two and a half days or some of these private boaters uh, what kind of big gear what should they have for some of these bigger tuna you've been fishing them so you know yeah, what's out so there. I've hooked some really big fish, and that BX230 that the boys put out here recently, I've been fishing that. I had a fish on for over an hour with that, and I'll say I didn't have the right, I didn't have the right rod, unfortunately, but the rod I had worked. I just had a problem where I just, the, the line parted on me. Um, I would say you want a, at least a BX230 
for jigging at night, dropping jigs, you want to have 100 pound on that, 130 pound wind on leader. I would say we make a rod called a 70 triple XH, which we've been using, and that's it's a BV, and that's um, that's worth effective. So that would be a big one. If you don't feel comfortable that way, then get a 50. There's a BX250. You could put 130 on that with again a, a wind on of 130. But you said the 50 is a little harder to handle. What's the difference in the weight between the 30 and the 50? It's not much. It's 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 mainly mass. It's just a weight. It's probably I don't know maybe like 10 ounces, 20 yeah. ounces, 10 ounces yeah. more. It's more just the bigger frame. It's bigger, bigger. Exactly. It's more line. It's the same reel, it's just bigger. It's more got line. more line. It's just it's those reels are solid, and them being solid, you feel them on the rod. But again, you could take a thirty narrow and go use a thirty narrow with eighty pound on it. Like I'm not afraid of eighty. No. I can pull hard as heck on eighty. See, I if you want more like that, you can take the thirty and put eighty pound on the thirty. I troll yeah. with. I mean, even in, in the East Cape, I troll with the with the six hundred narrows. Yep. Okay. I'm not worried about it. It's got plenty of drag. Okay. Yeah. And the nice thing, you know, I know there's a romance with with you know the star drags, but the reason I like the lever drags, I can easily adjust i know how much drag i'm putting at every single yeah. turn when i have a fish on i turn that that star i don't know where i'm at no but just always remember always put it this way a star drag is driving down the street with your lights off mm -hmm. you can start somewhere and hey i just scaled my star drag but within any time that drag when you think you're going a quarter of a half or whatever else when you start going back with the lever drag, when I move back, I know I move between two and four pounds. By two, I mean four. For this one, I move back, I mean four pounds. You know, you know where you're at with the star drag. I have it happen to me because you compress the washers on a regular reel, then you let loose. You compress. You let the spectrum of your drag lessens and lessens and lessens. That means one full turn could be eight pounds of drag, and you break the fish off. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that that's why you know don't don't. I mean, it's great to have the turn two it does have some benefits i mean major benefits. well i'm telling you right now i fish on a 500 i fish 65 and i'm landing fish that weigh 100 pounds and a matter of fact i was fishing with doug the other day and hooked a really good fish on a 500 and he screams a whole bunch of line but you know what i got plenty of drag to stop him the thing is how to adjust your drag when you're fighting a fish if you hear your line going ting 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 back off that's a that's a leading factor that you're getting upward towards the high end of a drag mm -hmm. so you start backing off as you start backing off start gaining more line tighten the drag tighten the drag as you gain the line so a lot of anything that you do to become good at something or to become let's say um uh, decent enough so that you know what you're doing you have to watch your tackle you need to understand when the line makes line when the line makes noise you got to start oh, yeah. adjusting yourself mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's it's the alarm going off yeah but so i mean if you're looking at it bx 230 to me would be the the heaviest um, or an ATD 30 if you want to go that way because the fish aren't, aren't going to smoke uh, a fish. Yeah, but for local fishing, I think you'd be okay with a 30 narrow even. Well, or you'd want a th yeah, regular 30. I'm just telling you. I mean, sometimes it just a, a 30 narrow would be great, but a, who's to say you're not going to hook a 300 pounder? I don't know. Would Those you do things, it with the 30? Yeah, I have no problem because I got line. more line right. and I got heavier line. So then I take the 30, I drop down, and I make sure that I had a bait rod that was a. Um, I like the Fury, so I'd do an FX2 600 with 80 on it, and I'd be stoked because I saw, I saw with you, you were on the boat. We saw 
two or three 200-pound fish get caught with a 600 right. two-speed. And mm -hmm. I was like, wow, that was cool. So I'd have that. And then as I went down, I'd probably have a, a 500 that I can cast. So I'd have a TXD2, which is a turn two, 500 with 65 with an 80-pound. And I'd be fishing surface iron. And I would probably have the surface iron I'd be using would be an OCT 10. Well, which let, let me back up. So, so for your jig stick, which one would you use? Uh, the 500 turn. Narrow or regular? No, regular. Okay. Regular. So, so just wanted to let you know that uh, the brand new Fishing Syndicate 90J uh, is coming my way. So it, 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 it's just a stick without a – I need the motor. Oh, need yeah, the motor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, he explained about the yeah. motor. Oh, I have the chassis. I need the motor. You gotta call somebody. So, you yeah, gotta call somebody? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. you said you, you guys answer the you phone. Gotta call, <laughs> you gotta call your representative. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who the hell that is. No. <laughs> yeah, listen. So, so now, you so, get to that. Let's finish uh -huh. our rods. So, then we go down. The jig stick's gonna be a 500. It's gonna be a 500, 6 to 1. If you wanna do a 5 to 1, you do a 5 to 1. And then, if I had one other rod on board for doing all that other stuff, mm -hmm. Unlike you, I would take the 500 narrow and put 50 on it and use that as my Dorado rod. Okay. That's right. how that's that's how I would how I would do my stuff. Yeah. But um, see, for me, I, I I I always have to have a bass rod. I don't care what we could be targeting 200 pound fish. I'll throw the bass rod at it. I'll throw the 300. What's the worst that can happen? Spool me? Oh wow. Okay, go back and put some well, more. It line comes on. back to a small childlike feminine hands. Uh, here we go. Here we go. I find it a challenge. I I, I am the if you have R and R stuff to do, I'm probably your worst one because uh I will put the rods to the limit. The worst thing that uh who was it? It was um Oliver said to me, here's the rods. Go break them. I go, really? Okay. And I haven't broke one yet. I mean, and then That's I, a good I've broken thing to some, say. And, yeah, because, and the same thing with your reels. And, and Ben said, just put the wood to it. And he, and he says, it can give you more. I'm always like, uh, uh. It, go, it can give you more. Mm. And they do. So uh, that's really cool. What I love also is, and, and it's a little bit under the radar, but it's all made in the USA. Okay, now uh, that's really cool because you're local, and, uh, people can visit you. Yep. Okay, now you're not going to get a personal audience with, um, with the twins, but Ben is more than happy to attend to every single one of you that wants to come by. He'll sit with you, he'll buy you a cup of coffee, and he'll chat. He'll chat about anything that you want, right, Ben? Yeah. Because exactly. you're not busy, Ben. I don't have anything. Hey, I, I just bless you if you can find me there yeah. half the time. All right, so listen, just a heads up. Can we say October? Is that uh, the event going to be November. Oh, November. No, there's a November event. You yeah. get to meet the twins. We get to meet Ben and everybody, the Angler Chronicles crew. Have a good one, Ron. You ready, bud? Oh, yeah. You All talk right. so much today, Ron. I My ears are sore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, hang on tight. Thank you, twins. This is Angler Chronicles. We're out of here. Yeah. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.